I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. The holidays are one of my favorite times of the year. But for a lot of people, it can also be a really difficult time. In this year of unprecedented loss and change, we'll all be celebrating the holidays differently. And it may be especially hard for those who've lost ones recently. Look, but that doesn't mean that we can't still include our departed family and friends in our holiday traditions, both old and new. On this special extended episode of Hey Spirit, I was able to share my gift with amazing guests who are both struggling to find joy during the holiday season after experiencing horrible loss. And make sure you stick around until the end because I got to catch up with my friend Kim Kardashian West. But first, let's meet Marianne, a grieving mother who was nominated by tons of people to win a special holiday reading with me. Marianne. Teresa, how are you? I am fantastic. I I'm so glad. Look at your blonde hair. I think I think we might have been 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 related in a previous life. I know, I thought that too. <laughs> well, I first want to thank you for joining us. I'm blown away by um the only thing I know is your first name, Marianne. Okay. And I was told that when we were gonna run this uh, special episode that we were asking people to nominate someone for a reading. I think the thing that everyone on my team was blown away with was that there were so many people that nominated you. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, I, you know, I do consider it an honor and a privilege to share my gift with everyone that I read, but I'm very interested to see what Spirit has in store for us today, being that so many people referred you for oh, this reading today. Too. I can feel the sense of your loved ones already. That's great. So (laughs) I I want you to put aside or rest assured that uh, spirit is present and that the souls are ready to communicate. So I don't know if that was something that you were concerned with 
Sometimes people have that concern, the way that someone dies, or if they feel that someone left the physical world too soon, they have all of these questions. I've been talking to them all morning, so <laughs> <laughs> I was so oh, they would come through for me. Lucky me, lucky me, lucky me. <laughs> well, they're already validating that. You don't need a medium to speak to your loved ones. They hear you. So I, I'm going to ask you, did you lose a child? Yes. Yes, I did. And are you afraid that they are alone? Because I kept seeing um, mother and father energy. So whether if they're grandparents, souls, people that they didn't even know here in the physical world, they are reunited with them on the other side in soul form. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I don't. Th- I don't think he's alone. <laughs> okay. J- just so you know that he's not alone. You you, you understand that? Yes. Oh, definitely. And was his passing sudden and or unexpected? Yes, it was. Yes. I I like to explain this to someone because when a soul tells me that their passing was sudden and unexpected, even if somebody was ill, we might not have been expecting them to pass at that time. But your son made me feel the emotion that he did not want his death or any burdens placed on you. Okay. Because when he, when I first sensed his soul, I heard my mom is the best mom (laughs) and that I don't want her to feel that she was not there for me, that she did not know maybe what was going on with me or that if any way she could have prevented my departure. When spirit makes me feel like a little pit in my stomach that's my symbol for where you might have felt that something was wrong that day Um, or like an uneasy feeling. Sometimes people get it weeks before. It doesn't mean that we could have prevented something. I I have felt that since then. Like, you know, I, I wish I could have prevented it if I did this, if I did that. We only look at that one side of the coin. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. Did you find out things after your son died that you are beating yourself up for? I, I What he showed me, and I'm just going to hypothetical this, you have to play, when spirit shows me signs and symbols of my frame of reference, you have to put it how it fits to you. Okay. Um, I did. I did. Somehow I got on his Twitter page and I just saw comments and, and I was like, I wish I had known these things and could have like made him think differently, Different. you know. This is probably probably one of the hardest things that I'm probably going to have to say during this reading is that your son says, mom, I need you to look at the other side of the coin, because what if we're going to hypothetical this? What if you did know? Let's say you did see these comments and you had a conversation with him and you spoke to him and you you gave him advice and, and suggestions on what he should do. And this still happened. It kind of did because I had seen things with my own eyes and like had made comments and he just right, thought, but like, we didn't, you know, nothing's going to happen. You know, nothing was right. going to happen. I'm talking more, what he's referring to is more of a deeper conversation, not just mm-hmm. you don't look right. What's going on with you? Right. We're talking deep conversations. Yeah. Heart to heart. Heart to heart, (laughs) correct? Yes, yeah. Which those are the things. So he's saying to you, I need you to realize that what if we did have these really heart to hearts and this still happened? The reason why I say that is because he shows me this thing of where we didn't worry about him so much 
because maybe you thought he was just like, this might've happened if he put on a good front of that I was doing better for you. And then all of a sudden he died. Your questioning would have been, maybe I shouldn't have said that to him. Maybe I shouldn't have referred him to this doctor. These are just hypothetical things that spirit uses to say, we have to look at the other side of the coin. I understand. I I, I know that's very easy for me to just say that to you, but it's not me. That's your son. And I know there is nothing that he's going to say in this moment that is going to take away that heart-wrenching pain that you feel. But hopefully you can start to heal. Grieving and healing are two different things. Maybe you can start to heal from his passing. And he just said to me, he goes, Teresa, he goes, my mom still doesn't believe that I'm gone. There's still a part of her. I feel like he's going to come back. Right. Or he's going to come walking through that front door. I just got the goosebumps of the chills. That's my validation that it's, that his soul is present and it's 100% correct that he's going to come walking through that door. I'm going to get that phone call for him. He even just said to me, he goes, there was a moment the other day where she like picked up the phone to call me to check on me. I, t- I looked at his text messages and I have one that said Brad. <laughs> like the last one I sent his phone. I still text him sometimes. So know that when you do that, know that your son's soul is with you at that exact moment. He says, mom, you feel my soul. Is that correct? You feel, you feel as if he's in the, listen, this is something that I don't think people realize. It's a feeling that you have. It's nothing that I can describe to you. It's just this feeling that you feel as if you're not alone in the room. Somebody or something is in the room and you believe it is your son. Is that correct? It just kind of like sometimes takes my breath away, you know, that's like a, you know, and then it's like reality again, but know that that is your son's soul. Know that he is with you at those exact moments. Do you have these dreams or you feel like you see him and then he like disappears so quickly or like you feel that it's not enough or that he, yeah, I feel like it's like he, he just disappears too quickly. I have had a few dreams and, um, they're usually short ones. Um, a couple of them it's when he was younger, actually. I haven't, I've maybe had one with him at his age when he passed, but, um, yeah, I always feel it's always like when I wake up and then go back to sleep and it's like, I want mm-hmm. to go back to sleep so I can get that dream back. So I want to explain this to you. Not everyone dreams. Sometimes the the interpretation of the dream, it's not the length of the dream. It's what we feel in that moment. So know that that's real. Your son said to me that when you dream of him as a child, he says, I want you to remember the happy times. I'm trying to show you, mom, what a great mom you are. He says, and I don't want you to feel that you're not. What a second guess. Cause he's like, show me like, like quick film strips. Like I see him on his bicycle. I see him like playing sports. I see him doing all these things. And he, and he's, and he's like making me feel like that is not, that, that is not someone that's not a good mom. So look, look at all these things. Look at everything she did for me. So that's why you're having the dreams of him while he's younger as he is now, or the age that he was when he left the physical world, he says, I try to show you so you know that I'm okay. I always wonder the night that it happened, like, 
I hope that he was asleep when it happened. Um, I did not feel a suffering to his departure. I should have said this earlier. When he snapped his fingers at me, he hit me in the back of the head, which is my symbol for that there wasn't a suffering that they passed instantly. Even if their physical body was kept alive, because sometimes spirit will say that they're like, oh, I was, I was kept alive. I was on um, a respirator or I was in a coma, but I, my soul did not feel anything. My soul did not suffer. I want to say this to you. If you, if your son's soul wasn't safe and at peace, if his soul was suffering, he would not be able to come to you in the way that he's coming to you. I, I know. Like I said, I, I know it, it was very unexpected that night. And I, and, and I know in my heart, he had a I'm very gonna, good life. You know, I, I, I'm going to say this. I, your son takes responsibility for his passing, but I feel in the same breath that he looked at me and he's like, Teresa, I really didn't think I was going to die. No, I don't think he knew what was going on. He, he didn't know what was going on. He, he still hasn't shown me exactly how he died. And sometimes spirit does that so they can show me, make me feel on how they, and I think this is his case, like that he really did not intend or didn't think he was going to die. He didn't. He, he had no clue what was going on. Was there, was there something that he took? He, he was drinking. Because it was out. Because I saw a mix. I saw a mix, but I felt there was something in my drink. I felt like a mixing and I, and I, and I feel like I didn't even realize this was happening to me. Yeah. For the amount, I really know that he, he did not know what was going on. A soul has never said this to me. He literally stood in front of me and I can feel him saying to me like, Teresa, he's like, I, he goes, I hope that doesn't make my mom feel worse. And, and I, and I, I said to him, I said, well, I don't think so. I said, because this is giving validation of how, even if we knew something you didn't know, like it wasn't that you were intending to take your own life. It really was an accident. Yes. If you were trying to self-medicate and to make yourself feel better, you never really thought that you were really going to die. I, I said, I, I said, there's a difference. I said, cause there are souls that come forward and they'll say, no, nope, I wanted to end my life that night. I wanted to leave. I, I couldn't, I, I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't feel that from your he, son. He had a wonderful life and um, right? it, it was a car accident. Mm -hmm. He didn't know. He, he, there's no way he could have known what was going to happen. So you know that his soul is at peace and he did not intend for his life to end that night. No, he didn't. Did you always have a feeling or feel that something was going um, to happen to him? Or I knew that when he drank, like he, he didn't drink all the time, but when he drank, he went overboard. You know, a lot of time, a few times it was like, you know, please just, you know, mm -hmm. if, if you're going to drink, like maybe just try beer or if you really must like stay off the hard liquor or, or just like, I just really didn't. Yes. I mean, I told, I even told people, I worry, I worry, I worry. And I told him he just didn't know how to control himself when he did. Mm -hmm. He also has this, uh, a very witty personality. He's very, yes. Everyone says he was the funniest person. <laughs> so funny. Like he just said something to me and I'm like, I cannot say that to your mom. He's like, no, cause Teresa, my mom will know that it's me. And I'm like, Oh God. So like when you were saying, but when he drank, he overdrank, he literally said to me, Teresa, it's like, you know, when you overeat, like you don't know how to stop mm -hmm. eating. <laughs> I go, <don't> <laughs> 
but that that would be his personality, right? Yeah. That would be him. He would he would say, and and I think it's just his. There's something so mature about his soul. So with me and his dad, he was very mature. With everyone else, they saw the other side that was playful and just always joking. Everyone says he was just the funniest person. Everyone loved him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, who is, is, is there another young male on the other side with him? His, a friend of his passed okay. away. Passed. So no, he's bringing him forward as well. Oh, Again, (laughs) to validate when souls are connected here in the physical world, and even if they're connected in the soul circle, they're connected on the other side. That that, that makes me feel good because he was one of his best friends. So know that the souls are together. He also brings forward. I'm gonna. uh, I want to talk about the father energy. So if it's not his dad, then it would have to be a grandfather. Mm -hmm. His grandfather is there. Did Did you feel that his soul? Or that the grandparents greeted his soul? We always, you know, we were like, you know, you're with Papa Betty now. Like, you know, yep. we, we knew. Cause, and his, his grandfather is a real jokester, too. Because we always say, is it, Pop, you know, Eddie and Harry mm-hmm. are all together? And, you know. Well, know that they are. Know that the grandfather's soul was there to take your son's soul to the other side. How do you connect with, like, a farm or, like, horses, my husband, when he was young, lived oh. on a farm, and we well, lived up the street from where he used to live when he was little. I don't even know. Where are you from? Maryland, from Elkton, Maryland. Okay. I, I always just ask for crazy validations, things that you're not expecting spirits to talk about. So they just showed me this farm, and I saw horses and like a ranch. So no, that is a validation of that, that the grandfather's soul did come for your son and that he's not alone did you go back to where your son died uh yeah we have a couple times okay Okay. two things about this he shows me that you did a memorial there um so you placed things at the uh at the site and the other thing is he shows me that you took something from the scene um I don't care if it's a piece of glass, it was a piece of a car, if it was a piece of a tree, whatever it is, he's showing me that you retrieved something from where you feel he passed. There there were a couple things, like, you know, pieces from from his BMW. Um, his girlfriend found his pocket knife. We had gone up there and didn't see it, and then she found it, like, a month later. But um, there were other like tickets from when they went to a haunted house and and actually my husband climbed up the tree uh, and hung you know those crosses that light up he put one up in the tree and then like along the road where hole is like by the accident site a friend of his made a big red cross and put it on there with his name on it so know that his soul was present for that and when your husband climbed in the tree mm-hmm. and hung because he showed me a tree. Okay. So I, I took it, taking a piece of the tree. But again, this is where my signs and symbols, you have to place it on how it fits in your mm-hmm. life. Know that his soul was with him at that exact moment. Oh. When you retrieved certain items, because there's no way I would know that, right. correct? Right. And it's not something that you share with people. It validates that his soul knows and that his soul is still with you. He is. I was just so happy all of this happened because like Christmas, like 
you know, my birthday, mm-hmm. his birthday, mm-hmm. everything is here now in December. And it's mm-hmm. just like, maybe he's giving me a Christmas present now, you know? Listen, you know, I say that all the time. I mean, I, I think about it. I, I sat back and I thought, uh, am I like out of my mind, like going on and saying, okay, call this number. People just call in. <laughs> there must have been thousands and thousands of people that called. And I always say it, it is your son. It was his soul giving you this moment. Your son talks about that you either talked about or you were thinking about releasing balloons or lanterns or something for his birthday. We did that last year. So know that his soul was present for that. That doesn't mean that now you have to do that this birthday or this Christmas, whatever it is. Spirit validates their soul's presence. And more importantly, even if you do something different, it's okay. Yeah. Did your son um, have an argument with someone that day or leading up to his departure Mm-mm, or, or like, was I, he not, no, I, I don't, I don't mean like a fight or like, there was just like, not uh, like, it's almost like I, Oh, Oh my God. I wish I didn't say that to him. I wish I, you know, took more time, whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I'm, okay. no, I can't be sure. Cause I, he was, okay. I'm just going to say this. Do you still speak to his girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like, Please let her know that there are no regrets. Oh, she'll love that there that. that there are no regrets at all. She loves him so much. Did she start to date again? No. Mm. He just said to me, "Yes." So this might be something if she thought about. Oh my God! What you know? Am I am I going to be alone? How how am I going to start to date? It's his way of saying like I support your choices and decisions. No. Did you also lay your son to rest differently? Because he stepped forward in a three-piece suit, spun around in jeans and a t-shirt. That's just my symbol for where a soul wants to say, I, I support on how you chose well, to lay me to rest. No, we, um, he, Even he if they had to be cremated. Um, Nike sweatshirt, his Air Force mm-hmm. Ones, or his, his red Nikes and American Eagle jeans. Because we were like, you know, traditionally people get dressed up, you know. And we were like, no, we want him to be comfortable. So you laid him to rest. In casual wear. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't know that. (laughs) It's his way of saying that was the hardest day of your life was laying my body to rest. Yes, it was. Know that I support on how you laid me to rest. It was perfect. We just wanted him to be comfortable. Did he have any siblings? He... Or or were they just really good friends that were like... Because he shows me... He wanted to talk about like how and thanking us for the way that we paid tribute to him. And then he showed me the piece of paper and wrote my hero on it, which is my symbol for that somebody wrote something and spoke about them. But I kept seeing like one person after another, after another, after another. So I didn't know. And I saw them as contemporaries as like someone around his age. So I don't know if there were a lot of friends that spoke at his wake or funeral. I mean, him and his friends were very close. They had their friend group, but there was over 400 people at his funeral. (sighs) He wow. was a very well-liked wow. person and everyone loved him. But um, I did write something for him, but my sister read it because um, I don't think I could have got through it. So know that he wants to thank you for the amazing and beautiful tribute. But I am going to say this. I feel like people were telling you stories at his wake and it was just like one after oh, another. Yeah. And I just, I, That's when I started finding out how 
funny he was because like I said, I saw the mature side and everyone <coughs> right, else right. was telling me mm-hmm. stories about him. So know that his soul was with you. When spirit talks about specific things like that, about conversations and when people were talking, it validates that his soul was with you at that exact moment. Did your son like fishing or hunting or was he like, um, I don't even, I don't even know how to say this. I feel like a man's man. <laughs> He literally just, he, he just literally told me he was a man's man. I'm like, what is a man's man? <laughs> well, I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Fish and hunt, <laughs> but he definitely was, uh, he, he definitely was like a man's man. <laughs> okay. How, I don't even know how to interpret I don't know. that. I don't know how to explain it either, but like my son was always, um, I don't know. He is, always- but you would understand. You would understand the term a man's man then. Yeah, and I could see him, Harry, thinking like, yeah, he was he was cool. <laughs> he was cool, you know. <laughs> Your son also makes reference to uh, oh, um first he showed me the song on the radio. So I don't know if you play if, if you hear something and there's no you're not playing it on purpose and you know you just turn the radio on, the song comes on, and you think of him, know that that is his soul. Pay attention to those things of whether it be a song on the radio, just that feeling of mm-hmm. someone standing next to you or beside you there were moments your son made me feel like you literally feel like someone like sits on the end of your bed and like there like you can feel something know that that is your son's soul are you like waking up at the same time at night like at three o'clock in the morning i do wake up well i usually wake up every couple hours but it's funny when you're talking about the song or a song because Mm -hmm. So a long time ago when Harry was little, I always listened to Strawberry Wine by Tina Carter. And um, um, and I didn't know this till later, but his girlfriend Riley was like, yeah, Harry liked this weird song, Strawberry Wine. And I was like, that's because we listened to it. So today I listened to it to, like twice, two, three times in my car and was like, Harry, here's our song. <laughs> so know that your son's soul is with you at that exact moment. Know that what he's trying to show you is that wherever you go, whatever you do, even though it's the hardest thing to do is to put one foot in front of the other and to get on with your life, know that his soul is right beside you. He shows me that you still have his clothing. Yes. Do you wear it? I do. I do. Okay. So know that when you wear it, know that again, his soul is with you at that moment. He just took, um, is there someone by the name of Rose or has Rose in their name, like Rose, Roseanne, Rosemary? My mom. Well, that explains why I wrote mom, (laughs) kept writing mom, mom on my, but that's his grandmother. Her name is Rosalie, but you could call her Rose. Perfect. When they take roses and they hand them to someone here in the physical world, typically they do that with red roses, Mm -hmm. but they chose to do it with the yellow roses. So I am going to interpret this way for you. Know that your mom is handing you roses, sending you love from heaven. And she says, she literally looked at me and said, Teresa, if I could have traded places and, and carried that pain that my daughter has, I would have. Is your mom gone for some time or that's the way that it feels like for you? Four years. And she says, I did, but I feel like it's forever. I still feel too, like even with her, like every once in a while, you know, like when you want to call someone mm-hmm. and I feel like, uh, you know, I'll forget. Yeah. I'll be like, I got to call mom. And then it's like, uh, 
and it comes back, <laughs> you know, just for a second, I'll forget. Well, those are those moments when you, when you say that, I'm going to say this to you, Marianne, I, I really feel like that is your mom letting you know that she's right beside you. I'm sure she's up so there with Harry. Maybe, I, I knew that because earlier I said, okay, mom, you got to step back for a minute and let Harry come through well, <laughs> Listen, it was, it was the first souls that I saw. I saw the, the parent energy, the mother and father energy. So whether they were grandparents, grandmother, grandfather, even if they're from opposite sides of the family, um, it, it, it validates that the souls are together. Your mom just told me that you smell her. She showed me gardenias. So whether if you can connect with gardenias, if not gardenias is my symbol for that you smell something that reminds you of her. I don't care if it's a perfume. It could be something that you're cooking. Know that her soul is with you at these exact moments and you're not crazy. And I, and I feel like, Marianne, that there's a part of you that does know that. And I feel like this is all just a validation that it truly is that. I mean, this is kind of weird too. Um, I feel like Harry's definitely here because I always tell my husband, we have a dog. And, and the dog like barks at and nothing and acts like odd. looks mm-hmm. in the air. And like I said, I, I think he just still feels that he's here because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. never been like sad. Mm-hmm. And, and I see him mm-hmm. stare off in space, you know, like just like he's looking right. at something up on the ceiling, Ooh. you know, or Just know that it's him. This is the thing that I try to stress to everyone. No one can tell you what you feel or what you think it is. So no matter what you see, no matter what happens, you feel it and you know it. Know that that is your son. And I love how your mom and the father, the grandfather, how they validated where I saw their souls immediately, but respected your wishes of giving you the gift of hearing from your son. And if that's not a validation, I don't know what else is. And Harry, Harry's got that shining personality that I know he would come through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he most certainly made his presence known immediately. Did you put up Christmas decorations already? I haven't. I, I, we didn't last year, and I haven't. Well, he showed me a tree, and it, I see a tree with white lights, mm-hmm. and there's like one ornament on it. And it's like in memory of your son or something um, that he made. Now, I do. I did put trees, little trees, up at his his grave and my mm-hmm. mom's grave. So I okay. did decorate those Christmas trees. That's fine. Who cares where the tree is? <laughs> he showed me you decorating a Christmas tree. <laughs> so know that his soul was with you. He says, I want you to try to make this holiday and birthday season a little, it's almost like he wants you to celebrate. I know he would. He says, so hard. He says what if we just have a gathering? And, and it's hard now with COVID, mm-hmm. right? We yeah. really, we're not supposed to be gathering. And will you do something in memory of him, whether it is you eat his favorite dinner that day? Whether you bake a cake and you literally sing happy birthday to him. So I think what he's saying is just do a little something, mom. He says, because every, every day is hard. Every day stinks. Every day is a nightmare. He's, and and he's, it's almost like he's like, Teresa, my mom just says, when am I going to wake up? When am I going to wake up out of that? When is this nightmare going to be over? He knows what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it all the time. I, I never stop thinking about him all day long. Of course. Of course. 
This is your son. Parents are not supposed to bury their children. It's horrible. He's validating that his soul is still with you. And you have to realize the reason why, and especially your son is saying, mom, please try to celebrate because your son will be celebrating it through your eyes. You will see it in pictures. You will see the orbs and the blurbs in the pictures. You will see the energy moving in the pictures. Know that his soul will be living life through your eyes. That is why spirit encourages us to live life with happiness and joy. And it's the hardest thing that we have to do. Yeah. And I don't doubt for one minute, even though apparently a lot of people nominated you for this experience today. <laughs> yeah, they did. I, I know that your son, your mom and other loved ones had a huge hand in this in making this happen for you today. So whether you look this, look at this as a gift. Oh, I definitely do. Cause I, from heaven. I was just like, everything came together. I was like, here, mm-hmm. you move mountains for me. <laughs> yeah. you know? Nothing, nothing is a coincidence. <laughs> and I love that you, your son has validated that today. Cause I say it all the time. These are the things that we have to look for, embrace and know that it truly is their soul giving us gifts from heaven. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry for the loss of your son. Also for your mom. But I hope this experience gives you a little bit of peace and validation that he's still with you. Well, it will definitely make me want to celebrate a little bit more (laughs) on our birthdays and Christmas. Right. Your son just showed me something. He goes, Mom, no one is ever going to forget me. No, no, no. He's an unforgettable person. He says, no one will ever forget me. Everyone. Just know that through everything you do every single day, know that your son is experiencing it with you through your eyes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. The loss of her son was incredibly painful for Marianne, but I truly hope that she is able to find a way to celebrate him this holiday season, knowing that he will be celebrating with her and continuing to live life through her eyes. I always say that grieving and healing are two different things, which is an important lesson that my next guest is still learning. Let's meet Carly, who is reeling from the first significant loss she's ever experienced, the loss of her younger brother. So I will share with you that there is a mother energy stepping forward. If your mom is not departed, it could be your grandmother, could be an aunt or somebody like a mom to you, but you have to, you would have had to have had that bond with her. Yes, ma'am. How do you, how do you connect with that? Um, my great grandma is my grandma's mom. Oh, how lucky you are to have that connection with her. Yes, ma'am. And it was, she died when I was like in elementary school. I was like young enough where I did, I didn't really understand, but now Recently, I lost someone. So, like mm-hmm. now, yeah. Now you understand. Understand. Yeah. Now you understand. The second I started feeling her soul, I felt with this new loss that you've suffered, you feel as if you lost everything, as if your soul has been ripped out and you don't know how to put it back together. And you feel as if you lost everything. Right. I want to talk about the male that's departed for you. It's my brother. Okay. So know that your brother's soul is safe and at peace with your great-grandmother. <sighs> yeah, he was my baby brother. But you were everything to him. I feel, honestly, I, 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 wanted, I was almost going to say to you, did you lose a child? But I knew deep in my soul that it wasn't your child, but that was like what your brother was to you. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. I've said that stuff to myself oh. only into like my mind. So like, that's like real deal. Right. Cause I've never mm-hmm. even said that to anyone that like, like, cause my mom and dad are great parents. They were a hundred percent. So he didn't need me like right. that, but. But that was your relationship. Mm-hmm. You looked out for him. He looked up to you. Right? right. He says, Teresa, no matter what I went through, she was always there for me. He says, and I don't want her to forget that. I don't know. Your brother hasn't even told me how he died yet. But he's telling me how you cannot feel that you could have known that he was going to die or could have prevented his departure. He says, I need my sister to know that I knew that her door was always open and that I could come to her with anything. And as mad as she would be at me at times, he says, she always loved me. She respected me. She didn't like a lot of my choices and decisions, right? Right. He says, but she always loved me. He says, and before we get into anything else, he says, I wanted you to know that. I wanted you to know there's something very deep about your brother. Because he literally just said to me, he goes, Teresa, I wanted you to feel how much my sister meant to me. She was everything to me. He says, and I don't want you to think for one minute 
that you weren't. Do you understand that? Yes, ma'am. Because he was like, he was my only sibling and our parents like sheltered us like because they were just great. I got blessed. Like, like you, mm-hmm. you as a mom, I, you know, I've watched your, you and your daughter, huh. you as a mom literally was my parents. So we mm-hmm. had a great life and like gave us mm-hmm. everything. And so this was the first bad thing that's ever happened to me you know that this is just something that's real and then it's the way that he passes to like it was a lot on me Mm -hmm. and so that struggled but listen what was the first thing he said to me or how did he say to you i know it makes sense where he, he was taking responsibility not wanting you to feel in any way shape or form you could have been there more for him done more for him he says, I have to take responsibility for that. But I, you know, what people also don't understand when spirit takes responsibility for their departure, they take responsibility for their actions, sometimes for their non-actions. If they didn't take care of themselves the way they should have, or if they didn't share with you what was going on or how they were struggling or what they were doing in their life. They take responsibility for those things, not leaving you to feel that you should have been more of a sister to him, or you should have called more or showed up more. He says, I have to take responsibility for that. Did your brother call you like a a, a nickname? I hear sissy. So I don't know what that... I called him Bubba. That was his (gasps) name, Bubba. And that's like... Because it was around like when he got to about ninth grade. I don't know why I just changed from calling him Jordan to Bubba. Like my kids called him that. He's my Bubba. Literally, before I got on the call with you, I had to, I don't want this to be insulting, but I was having to take care of my Bubba, which is my my daughter's French bulldog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kept like nooching at my leg and I felt him like overly attentive to me. And I'm like, Bubba, like, stop. I kept saying literally, like, Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. So, and I said to you, I just said to you, I'm like, why didn't you just show me my dog? And I would have said that that was the name. And I just kept hearing sissy, sissy. And I, I didn't know why. Maybe so that's I, what he looked at me, maybe, you know? Right. And it's almost like, this is my sis, like, this is sissy. Like, I can't, I can't explain it, but I don't know if he ever expressed this to you, but he says, Teresa, I am so proud of my sister. He says, you know, she keeps a lot in. She doesn't share a lot of things, he says. And I see a lot from the other side on how she's hurting and how broken she is. He says, but yet she's there every day for her kids. And she shows up like one amazing mom. And I almost feel like your children are like his kids. Like they're so, cause he's like, I want to talk about the, I want to talk about your boys. Yeah. Cause he's like, I want to talk about the boys, the boys. I have two boys. Cause I got, I got pregnant when I was 17 with my first and I always wondered oh. why that, I mean, I was a cheerleader and stuff and I was supposed to have scholarship. I always wondered why that happened to mm. me and then mm-hmm. this happened. And so now I have a mini Bubba mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. were so close. They were so close. Both my kids were there too that the day and stuff he says and that was the hardest thing was that you had to tell the boys that i had died and did you not share certain things with the boys right he says that's okay he says and they talk about me they bring me up out of nowhere right and they talk about me so know that when they do that know that your brother's soul is right beside you 
Cause it could just be like, he showed me like the boys like eating and they'll be like, Oh yeah. And, uh, uncle Bubba, you know, <laughs> or I had a dream of him or I thought I saw him the other day and knowing that they really are sensing and feeling his soul. Did your brother actually come to you in a dream and tell you that he was okay? Cause he goes, I don't even know why my sister wanted this reading, Teresa. He goes, I came to her in a dream and even told her myself that I was okay. It was just like, so like lately has been, because it was happened in March. So I've been really strong. I've been real strong. And I feel Mm -hmm. like the last couple of weeks have been getting to me a little bit. I don't know. Holidays, his birthday was in November. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I feel like it's been getting, you know, just a little harder. He, He literally just said to me, he goes, you know what it is, Teresa? He says, it's sinking in with all these events coming up that you never thought that last year was going to be our last Christmas together. You never thought that I, that that was the last birthday that we celebrated together. And it's almost like he says, I don't want you to feel guilty or bad about, he goes, I have no regrets. He says, I don't want you to feel that, we would have then celebrated more or held on a little bit tighter the last time you saw him. He says, I need you to focus on what we did do, not what we could have done. Yes, these are the holidays, birthdays. It's almost like they're little triggers for us where, because your brother like literally said to me, he's like, every day is hard. He's like, but there are just certain times where it's harder. He says, but that's when I need you to be stronger. Yeah, I just go back and forth sometimes because I I have felt like he was still with me. But Mm -hmm. then your mind wants to play tricks. You know, you want to know. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just like the days that are harder. It's like, okay, but it's not enough. I need to see him. Right. Right. So this is what he's saying. Look for those signs and symbols. Physically, he's not with us anymore. But soul form, he is. Look for those signs and symbols. Look for that feeling. And, and then I said, does she feel you? And he goes, Teresa, my sister feels numb. She literally feels numb at times. Is that correct? I, look, I don't know how you feel. I've, I've completely like changed. Completely. Yeah. I used to be like a really social, like happy person. I'm still a happy person, but it it mm-hmm. I just don't know why he don't want to talk about the debt. Like, because I found him. Well, we're going to, we're going to get to that. You you have to realize I've learned this along the way when spirit doesn't tell me immediately how they died. I know there's a reason. I feel like too. uh, (laughs) I'm a complete, yeah, I mean it in the Mm -hmm. most greatest way because I get, it's a, yeah, it was, it was tough. Horrible. And you, that is, that is the reason for this reading today. He says, because I need her to, when she goes back to her finding me. He says, I need her to stop. She can feel the emotion, but then I need her to replace it with a good memory, something positive, something happy. He says, because that was just the shell of my body. And you know that. Did you find him like after he died, after some time? Yeah. Because he made me feel like when I found him, and I, I don't mean to be, the, this is just my symbol for when someone is found and it's days later or hours later, like I can feel them and they feel cold. Well, he was fishing and 
see, we don't really know because nobody was down there. Mm-hmm. And he had got, and I don't want to say because he had gotten diagnosed with something before, mm-hmm. recently. And mm-hmm. then I, I, we were going down there to meet him with my kids to fish. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, when you touched him, held his hand, correct? Yeah, I got him out. How would I know that? Yeah. He was already gone. Was there a little bit of blood on his face? Why do I see blood? I see blood. I just trying to wipe it like from my mouth. There was, there was stuff on his face. And I was all, I went after like, cause I started, I got him and I started doing CPR. And I, so I, you know, I was, I didn't, I was doing whatever I could do. Mm -hmm. But he was already gone. You knew that. Well, I didn't. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. Okay. You knew deep in your soul, not here, yeah. not, not, in, not in your thoughts, but deep in your soul, you knew. And he says, as she worked on me, she said, please, buddy, please, Bubba, don't go. Hold on until someone gets here. And I can hear you screaming. And I can, I can see you telling the boys to get back. I had to take them to my, up to my mom's. And- I'm going to say this with no disrespect to your brother's departure. I do feel that it was a freak thing that happened to him that day. Was there something found in his system? Well, no. Because he says, this is what he showed me. He made me feel like he he was taking, so I don't know, like if he was taking a painkiller or something, but that I almost feel like I literally have like an aneurysm or like my heart just stops and I just collapse. That's how he made me feel. We thought it was a seizure. Because he got oh. he got diagnosed with epilepsy not that long before that. Well, would do you understand yeah. that? Like, I didn't feel like it was like that. He took something that intentionally took his own life. Yeah, I didn't feel like, like he did anything like that. I felt like it was a natural thing. Sometimes when I feel a burst in my head and then I taste blood, it's my symbol for like an aneurysm, something of the brain, uh, maybe a seizure. Ma'am. Yes. Okay. Ma'am. So, and and I'm gonna say this. Again, no disrespect to your brother's departure, but it was a freak thing that happened because he literally told me four times, Teresa, if I ever thought that I was going to die or something was going to happen, do you think that I would have had my, my, the boys there? Yeah, it's just like my So even though it is devastating to your mom, he goes, there are days that my mom can't even get up. I don't even know what to feel. So when spirit tells me that they died of a freak, it was a freak thing that happened. But did he live with your mom? Mm-hmm. Yes, Because I just said to him, I, I said to him, I'm like, why are you? Because he's telling me that we need to look at what happened as a blessing in a sense. And I, I said to him, so I, I can't, how am I going to say this to your sister? And then how is she going to tell your mom? That? Like, this is insane. And he goes, no, Teresa, you don't understand. I lived at home. What if this happened in front of mommy? What if this happened when I was home? So this is what your brother is saying. He says, we never look at this other side of the coin because there was no way. He goes, I didn't even know what it was like with these seizures. It wasn't like I grew up like this and I, I could feel like what it was like when I was getting ready to have a seizure. You know, like I would be able, he goes, I didn't even know what it was. He goes, I wasn't feeling well. I went to the doctor and they told me that I had, that I had epilepsy. He's like, I didn't know what this was. I didn't even know what, what the signs would be. He says, so 
Yeah. Because when he was in elementary school, he got diagnosed with a rare disease called dermatomyositis. He fought his whole life. And my mama did never give, like, she had to fight, fight. Like, he went through crazy things. And so then he found out about that. And that's how he acted. He said, how? How did I get this? Like, why is this happening? And he didn't know how to. And when they were trying to figure it out. He says, but the thing I need everyone to look, this is very hard for me to say this to you. Yes, ma'am. He says, I need you to look at how, in a sense, we were all spared because this could have happened right in front of mommy at home. Mm -hmm. And then I said to him, I said, but your sister found you and she had the boys. And he goes, I know. He says, if I could take that back. He goes, if I ever would have thought, if he goes, I, I was feeling fine, Teresa. He goes, if I wasn't feeling well, do you think I would have said, come meet me with the boys? That never would have happened. And I'm still struggling with it because how can I say that you found him? And this is what your nightmare is about. You cannot honor your brother, remember your brother without going back to that day. Right. It was almost like, I don't know if he was on the pier or on a boat and like he fell like from the attack. And then I feel like I fall, I hit my head. Like I just, and I feel like it's this whole thing. I was like, you were, I could hear you yelling for him. Uh, yeah. I, uh, Papa, my Papa. And what was with his shirt? What was with his shirt or his coat? Is that how you spotted him or is that how you pulled him out? Like now that you said that, I'm just going to tell yeah, because it's, this is my nightmare. Then when I close my eyes, all I can see is my bubble light floating in the water, like a, a, oh. a dead animal, you know, like, and it was his shirt. He had a black shirt on and it had like graffiti, you know, colors on the back, you know, mm-hmm. one of those kind of mm-hmm. t-shirts. So yeah, right. Papa had yelled when I got to the fence, Bubba's in the pond. And I ran my kids up and I ran down and I jumped straight in. Mm -hmm. I didn't think twice. I seen him and it registered, but I was still running and jumping in the Mm -hmm. walk. I went all the way in Mm -hmm. and I got him out by myself Mm -hmm. and pulled. And I've turned into something else, obviously. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But and I wouldn't have changed it, but I know that he would have because it makes sense what you're saying. Yes. He goes, I am not on the other side that long. He says, but I have seen, and I look at the things that was going on with me, that was happening with me. He says, I was such an amazing young man, Teresa. He said, every obstacle that I heard, he, and I don't want this taken in any different context. Like he's showing me, it's almost like he showed me the movie Forrest Gump. You know how he had all these disabilities, right? But yet he could do everything and his mom did do everything, allowed him to do everything. And he was no different than anyone else. He was just as smart, just as handsome, just as athletic. Right. 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 And he says, I look at my life of not that things happened to me, but these things happened for me. It made me stronger. He says, and yes, with things very hard, he says, but I always looked up to you. He goes, you know that. He goes, do you know that I used to brag about my sister all the time, Teresa, in school? It's almost like when people would have special person's day, they would usually bring their grandma in, right? Or that he goes, oh, my sister was my special person. Yeah. He says, so I need you to, when you go back to that moment, 
and I'm going to say this, that strength that you, that you received to pull your brother out of that pond and to work on him, he literally looked at me and, and he, he has like this funny side to me. He goes, my sister doesn't even know how to do CPR, Teresa. He goes, but yet he goes, she was performing it on me. And I was thinking that in my brain too, from like not in that moment, but thinking like, you don't even know what you're really doing. But I mean, I, I felt like I, I mean, I know he did. He was did. he was different when I got him out of the door, you know. But in my brain, mm-hmm. I still wanted to be like, no, he was alive, and I yes. failed. But mm-hmm. so that was validating he, in your brain. You're like, he's still alive. I'm going to save him. I'm going to bring him back. I'm going to do CPR. But deep in your soul, you knew that he was gone, and that strength that you received was from God to get him out of that pond. Because what you felt when you were working on him was your brother's soul. And he says, Teresa, she she will know exactly what you're talking about. Because she felt it. She uh, felt my soul. I felt I used to say when he first that like when he first passed, there's no way that I can really take this in because he's my mm-hmm. baby brother. He's still inside me somehow. I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain mm-hmm. it. And I used to say that like I still feel like he talks to me, even if it's my words. But in my brain. This is the, but you're not crazy. Right. Um, Your brother from the the second I got to his soul made me feel this bond with you. That's what I think. Too. That you have believe that whatever it is that you're feeling, know that it is him. And he and then he looked at me and he goes, Tracy, he says, My sister has like a quadruple whammy. It's like I died, we have this pandemic. Um it's like he goes, my sister isn't herself for so many different reasons. He says, and it's just too o- overwhelming because of my death. He's like telling me, were you like in a beauty pageant or something? He's showing me. He's like, you know, my sister won beauty pageants. I, yeah, when I was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I didn't win no beauty pageant. Uh, no, you, you <laughs> Listen, I'm old and I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just fine. But I love what he's like. How would I know that? Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't know that. But your brother's soul knows that. I have to say this to you. His, I'm going to say, call it his mission, because that's how he's making me feel. His mission today is to let you know how much he loves you. How important you are to him. How sorry he is that you and the boys had to find him. And that you had to tell the boys that he was gone. He says, and having to deal with your own stuff, but yet being strong for mom. He says, that is tough. He says, because my mom doesn't even want to live anymore, Teresa. She doesn't want to live. And my sister has to tell her mom. You have to take care of yourself. You have to be strong. My dad, too. It's like they're both, yeah. And daddy. It's like they died when the day your brother died. Daddy says they don't believe in God anymore. (laughs) Of course. Well, listen, when tragedy strikes a family, even if somebody is ill, someone dies in an accident, whatever it may be, people lose faith because it's easier to blame someone or something where they're not even to believe in anything. And I love the fact on how your brother said to me, 
God gave you the strength to pull me out of that pond. And it's almost like your brother's like, you know what, dad? You can be as angry as you want. You can be as angry at God. Don't believe in God. But know that my soul is safe and at peace with God. And your brother just said to me, he goes, Teresa, he goes, I was not even supposed to live this long. He says, I should have died as a baby. He, Did something happen when he was born or as a child? When the disease happened, it was they found it too late, <gasps> and his liver was a hundred percent shutting down. But my parents took him to a preacher, and they <gasps> prayed over him, and he went back to the hospital at Duke, and they said that his liver was a hundred percent like renewed, and my mama got a second chance to like keep him, and he made it all the way to twenty two. So he says, "How could?" Dad, not believe in God. How is this possible? These are the things that spirit reminds us. But what happens with anything that goes wrong in our life, we react on emotion. We can't do that. We should feel that emotion. And then what is the next thing we feel? I have to start feeling happiness. Right. I have to let it go. It's almost like you don't have a choice for yourself and for your boys. Right. And you're married, correct? I am. Well, I'm with my, yeah, basically. You have. Yes, ma'am. A partner. Yes, ma'am. Or a spouse, right? right? Have someone. He says it's not fair to you, to your relationship, and for the boys. Because he, Jackson, he cared a lot about Bubba stuff too. So it's, yeah, it's been hard on us. This is one of the difficult things being a medium is for. And this is why I say spirit takes us on this emotional roller coaster of feeling, you know, the pain, the sorrow, the grief, right? And then in the next moment, spirit is saying, go on, live life with happiness and joy. Right. That's hard. Yes. And, and listen, it's, it's almost like, Carly, you have to give yourself that permission to like be like, okay, you know what? I might have a bad day today, but I'm going to make the best of this day. I feel very emotional today. I'm, for some reason, I miss Bubba more than ever today. Right. Right. But you say to yourself, but you know what? I'm going to do this for him. I'm going to do this for my, my husband. I'm just going to refer to him as your husband, yeah. my boys, and more importantly, doing this for myself and for Bubba, because this is what he would have wanted. He would not want us to stop living because he died. And I admire your brother for bringing up that fact. when he said to me, Teresa, God gave my family a blessing of having me for a block of time. I wasn't supposed to be here. He says, so why can't we look at it that God gave us this gift? And remember the things. This is how you, you might be able to overcome, if you don't mind me saying it in this way, the horror of finding your brother. Mm-hmm. Listen, nothing is going to change the fact that your brother died that day and that you found him and what you went through. All right. We can't, we can't change that. But what he's trying to do is to give you an alternative of way of thinking when you go back to that day. Remember something. Take something from the time that we thought I never would have had. He says, and please remind mommy and daddy that. Were you going to get something tattooed in memory of your brother? Yes, ma'am. He's showing me that something on my wrist. Okay. It's just your brother's way of validating that he's with you 
thanking you for the things that you want to do in memory of him and in honor of him. He says, the way that I would love for you to start honoring me is by just living life and knowing that I'm living life through your eyes. And more importantly, I want you to talk about me out loud. I love talking about him. (laughs) Sometimes I think that's the hardest thing that we have to do is talk about someone that is no longer here with us in the physical world. But through that, your brother just said, Teresa, tell my sister what it is that you're doing this year in memory of your loved ones. So this year I decided to, um, and we're going to make this jar on Christmas Eve. I call it the memory jar. Spirit has made reference to this time and time again of where it's hard for us to bring up our departed loved ones, especially if someone like loses a child. So spirit suggests to get this jar and write down a memory, something you remember about your brother. You roll it up. I'm going to stick my paper in a piece of macaroni. (laughs) So then the jar will just look like it has pasta in it. But, um, and if everyone does that, if you do that, the boys do that. Maybe it's like, oh, I loved how Uncle Bubba and I, we played video games, or I, I, I love the jokes he would tell us. Whatever it is, write down a memory on a piece of paper, roll it up and put it in this jar. And then when you get together with mom, or when even if you just want to do this with your boys, when you're having a hard time and you want to remember him, or where you feel like all you're remembering is the day that he died and you want to remember good memories, this is a way of doing that. Yes, ma'am. And you can go to this jar at any point. And pull out and and remember and remember him. Yes, ma'am. So that is a way that spirit that that spirit suggested. It's something that I'm going to do this holiday season to remember my departed loved ones. And then not only do you have your own memories, but everybody else's memories. And that's the thing that's great because then you you get to really see their qualities, right? Through other people of, of what other people remember about your brother. Ask some friends other family members to write down their memories. So even if you just ask them, what do you remember about, about my brother? What is the one thing you loved about my brother? He had a lot of friends. And you know what? That might even help your parents. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. So how amazing would that be then to have a jar filled with memories of, of that he had, that, that his friends have of him? Yes, ma'am. We have a, a box at his grave. And people have wrote, like, I try to think about all kinds of stuff to do. So, yes, ma'am, I think that's, he's just probably validating I need to do it. Yeah. Well, I think today was an absolute sign from your brother that he had a lot to do with this reading today. By you being chosen to be a part of Hey Spirit, I always say that is spirit. That's a divine intervention. Your brother did an incredible job today of validating that his soul is safe and at peace, and more importantly, that he's with God. Right. And I am really hoping that your parents will find some type of peace and comfort in this reading as much as you did. Yes, ma'am. I hope so, too. I really appreciate it so much. Carly is such an inspiration to me because of how strong she is for her kids and for her parents even though she's experiencing such pain herself. But I know she will find a way to incorporate her brother into her holiday celebrations this year and really remember him for how he lived, not how he died. It may even just be the thing her family needs in order to start healing. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So I think we all have our own special way that we remember our departed loved ones. And it's especially hard this time of year with the holidays. So today we have a very special guest and she is going to share with us how she celebrates and remembers her loved ones in heaven. Please welcome to Hey Spirit, Kim Kardashian West. Hey Kim. Hi, how are you? I'm so fantastic. This means so much to me that you um, want to share with on how you remember your loved ones because I think it's so important, especially um, in these crazy times and the holidays, people are having a hard time celebrating. They don't know how. So I hope this helps some people out there to be able to remember their loved ones. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to be here. I'll never forget when you came over to my house and did a reading for Chloe and I. And I mean, that was like one of the most memorable experiences for us. So we always talk about you. You're always, I mean, we love talking about, especially Chloe and I, we love talking about the spirit world. We always bring my mom into the conversation. I played a clip of what you were talking about. Um, there was something oh, wow. you said to my grandma. You said my grandfather was leaving her roses and my grandma randomly got some roses on her door that day earlier before our reading. And I Stop told it. that to her and I never told, you know, I, she never told us that. And she got these random flowers and she thought it was a mistake. And you had said that. And I played her the clip from, you let me record it on my phone. And she was like bawling and it was so sweet. So, um, yeah. So I love having these conversations. Every time I get a text from you or a DM from you, I always feel oh. this like flutter and I get so excited because I know it's like a little message from someone. So um, yeah, the holidays, especially this year is definitely weird. And, you know, we have our annual Christmas party, Christmas Eve party that my mom and my dad threw since the seventies, since wow. before I was born and it was their tradition. And so we've carried it on up until now. And this year, you know, I'll still say we'll never lose that tradition. We'll still have, you know, our music playing and plug in our own phone and have hot chocolate and put on our pajamas. We might even dress up. We might still say, you know what? It's just immediate family, just sisters. Um, right. But, and my brother and my mom, but maybe we will just, you know, I, I don't know. We the The one connection that we all have is because this was a party that my dad started. He's always such a big part of our holidays. He's always such a big part of 
our lives in general. You know, everyone from my grandparents, we always talk about them. Kanye's mom, I talk about her with the kids all the time and show them photos and videos and talk about how they celebrated and how we're celebrating and how this Christmas Eve party was a tradition my dad started. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we always are so grateful. The holidays is one time where each family member really splurges on the other with something meaningful. And we all sit back for a minute. After we do our big present opening, we all sit back and talk about the feeling of gratitude and how we feel so thankful for everything. And then after presents are over, we do this Armenian tradition that my dad's mom, my grandma made this breakfast called Bishi. I went to Armenia and like not, no one really knew what we were talking about. <laughs> so I think it was like maybe their... I don't know, maybe their other side that kind of invented this. We kind of think that they just figured out and put this together because it was just flour and making dough and putting sugar on it. Right. Figured maybe they just didn't have a lot of money and they came up with some little breakfast food that fed a lot and was just really yummy. So um, that is something my dad was obsessed with eating. It was his favorite food ever. And all he wanted, it was every Christmas. He wanted that. So wow. We make it, Chloe, Courtney, me, even Kendall and Kylie, like we've kind of taught that tradition to them. So every brunch, we have this Armenian bishi and that's the best part. And we that totally brings our dad into the mix. Oh, I love that. That is so, because I think we all struggle with that, like recipes. And it's almost like we feel like we can never make it like how they made it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and every year that we make it, it's different. And then all my cousins yeah. call, we take a picture of it. We send it to our cousins and we're like, okay, this year was the best. It was the crispy, best. It's like a fried pancake kind of thing with sugar or syrup or powdered sugar, whatever you want. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so recipes are really tricky. They, they are, especially when the recipes were all in their head. We do something similar. We call them uh, strufflers. Some people call them honey balls, but it's just basically fried dough with melted honey on top with a little bit of candy sprinkles. That yeah. So delicious. <laughs> so delicious. I know. Oh, but I love that. That is so, that is so special. And I love the fact that how you've carried that tradition. And even like you said, with Kanye's mom, with your children. And those are the, the, the best things because now they're building their own memories of them, even though they physically didn't meet them or, or know them, but they have this connection. And even if it's just for the holiday, to have that is just so special. Yeah, it really, really is. You know, I went through Kanye's mom's storage and I found she had these a few holiday books, like children's books in her stash of books. And I brought them home and I put them in my kids' room. And I read them these Santa stories and everything that came from the books. And I'll tell them, you know, this is your grandma Donda's and she wanted you to have this. And I'll show them like home videos of my dad and when we're doing Christmas decorating. And so they, they definitely feel the energy. I'm really big on bringing their energy into our home and into their lives and showing them where they came from. I've always been really, really vocal about right. talking about the people so close to us that shaped our lives that aren't here anymore. Right. And I think a lot of people have a hard time with that. They don't know how to do that because they don't want to bring it up. They don't want to upset anybody. And I love what you've shared because you brought it in such a different light where people shouldn't 
be afraid to do that. Like it can be a celebration. Yeah. It's not sad. It's not a morning for the, like, I know my, you know, Scott, mm-hmm. who is Courtney's yes. baby daddy. He, both of his parents died in the same year, a few months apart. Right. Um, a few years back. And even his, the memories are hard for him himself. It's not even yeah. about upsetting someone else. It's just hard for him. So right. when I'm around his, you know, their kids, I'm always talking about their grandparents and showing them because they were so young when they passed right. away that I love, you know, showing them pictures and pictures of the grandparents holding them and telling them what they're all, you know, what their personalities were like and how much they wow. love them. I'm always the one bringing up you know, maybe the harder conversations that I know Scott might have a hard time bringing up. So I'll bring Mm -hmm. it up for him. You know, even if it makes him sad, I'll do it. You know, when I'm just babysitting the kids and talking to all of them about them and making them feel so loved and special and how much, you know, their grandparents that they might not remember loved them so much. And, you know, our holidays with them were so great. And they love hearing those stories. The kids love hearing the memories and love seeing old pictures and stories. And so I'm very big on that. I'm probably go over the top about it. And um, I think it's just so important. Oh, I, I think that's why, I love you so much. You, you're so family orientated and you, you do everything from your heart and from your soul. And it's always 150%. Oh, thank you. It's so, so important. It really, really is. It really is. Well, I want to thank you for taking time and sharing such special memories and the way that you honor our loved ones in heaven and for everyone else in your family. Oh, of course. Anytime, anytime. I love hearing from you. Oh, thank you. Have a good holiday and that you You are safe and happy. You too. And please wish your family a very blessed Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy and safe New Year's. I will. All right. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate it. God bless. I think for most of us, it's it's hard to remember our loved ones in heaven because we just, we miss them so much. But I love what Kim said today on how she watches movies and how she found Christmas books. And there, I think those are the doors that open up conversation. You know, like Kim was talking about on how hard and difficult it is for Scott to talk about his parents. So she brings that up for the children. That is the thing about signs and symbols and be able to do things in memory of our loved ones because it promotes conversation. It almost allows that door to open and gives us permission to feel sad because we miss them, but then remember all of the funny things that they would do or, you know, how they would get up early in the morning and bake breakfast. And, you know, the thing that I love that we do still in my family is we do holiday cookies. And like I had mentioned to Kim, the uh, strufflers, those are the hardest thing to make. My mom, she puts in blood, sweat, and tears when she makes these. But I know how much it means to her, and it means the world to me, because I know my grandmother is watching from heaven, and I know she's probably saying, girls, don't do it that way. (laughs) I can, like, hear her voice as I'm making them, like, you're not supposed to cut them that way. You're not frying them enough. You're frying them too much. And I love how spirit will have things that I like to do or want to do in memory of my loved ones and suggest for clients to do for them. So like in Carly's reading, Spirit had suggested her doing a memory jar to remember her brother. And and that is the perfect example of why we do the memory jar is because she it's so hard for her parents 
And the thing that I love about the memory jar is that it's not only our memories, it's other people's memories. Even if you called up other people in the family because of COVID, you know, we can't really see each other and gather the way we could and maybe ask them about the memories. And again, I'm going to remind everyone, like, it's okay. It's okay to not be okay, especially during the time of the holidays. You know, it's okay to be sad. But then just try to replace it with something positive, a fun memory, something that you used to do. And I love what Kim shared that even though they're not having their big Christmas party that they've had for over 40 some odd years, they're still going to get dressed and they might still celebrate and it'll just be smaller. And I think we're all doing that. So let's try this year, even though it's different to try to make some new memories and incorporate our loved ones in heaven and know that they're smiling down and celebrating with us. Well, guys, there you have it. If you'd like to give me the opportunity to share my gift with you, just go to my website at teresacaputo.com. If you want to keep hearing these shows, please subscribe wherever you listen and be sure to write a review at Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Audiation. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.